Somewhere between the worlds of technology and digital design resides the Cash All Podcast. Here to share thoughts, news, and ideas about coding, graphic design, digital tools, and more is your host, Brandon Peterson. There I was making payments for municipal light and water, the gas company, all that fun stuff. Then popping straight into my head from 1992 was the song, The Skills to Pay the Bills by the Beastie Boys. I got the skills to pay the bills, yeah. I got the skills to pay the bills. I got the skills to pay the bills. Oh, what you got? I got the skills to pay the bills. Had not thought about that song in ages. And there it was. One day later, I was having a conversation with my friend Josh at school. We teach together. We were making a list of what we thought were the most essential skills for students of today to have to be successful down the road in their futures. So between that conversation, between that song, relatively, you know, less than 24 hours apart, they're mixing together in my brain. And I thought, you know what? Logical idea for a podcast episode. Let's do it. So this week's episode, five skills to pay the bills. I'm not really going to be talking about like teamwork and problem solving and organization. You know, I mean, I might kind of mention them, but those aren't the specific skills I'm going to be talking about because I feel like those are already have been talked about a lot. We all know those. We all know that they're extremely important and that they're crucial. But I thought, you know what? I have some skills that I think are important to know to help students out in a changing world, you know, something that maybe we haven't really thought about that maybe we don't use a whole lot right now and we should later. So what skills are needed in a world that does not yet exist? It's really impossible to determine. You know, experts tell us that 80% of the jobs that will exist in the year 2030 don't exist right now. How do they know that? How, how do they know that's going to happen? Time travel confirmed. I can imagine high schooler Brandon Peterson sitting down in class and my teachers telling me about the dangers and poor choices of social media and the consequences of it. You know, there was no such thing as TikTok or Twitter back then. Shoot, MySpace wasn't even invented. Email, Yahoo Messenger, and AIM were like the emerging technologies of the time. You youngsters that are laughing right now, just you wait until things that you hold near and dear to your heart become obsolete in antiques. It's not if it's going to happen, it's when it's going to happen. In any case, it's still fun to try to predict what the future holds. And even though we can't forecast for sure all the things to come, in this podcast, in this podcast episode... I do have some skill recommendations that are flexible enough to fit in a rapidly changing world. Skill number one, utilizing your resources to find solutions or answers. The tools we have available to us uh, that we neglect to use, it is shameful. You know, there will be times like where your professor or your boss is going to ask you to complete a task. And it's something that you haven't had to do before. Like I remember the first time being told I was in charge of our school newsletter. And I was responsible for gathering all the content, laying it all out, and 
am finding a way to put it online for parents and everybody to find. You know, I'd never done that before. So maybe that's something that you would have to do for work. It's not uncommon. Uh, maybe it's creating a web page. Maybe it's starting a podcast. Maybe you were asked to bring a dessert for a staff potluck. You know, instead of surrendering and saying that you don't know how to find it, you know, find, or how to do it and just giving up, like find an online tutorial. Your employer may know that you haven't done it before, and maybe they're just seeing how you rise to this challenge, how you're able to respond to it. One of the most stressful classes I had ever taken in my entire life, and sometimes I still kind of have nightmares about it, undergraduate biotechnology. One particular assignment was to go online and find a method to extract DNA from something. The one that I found happened to be extracting DNA from a strawberry. Um, like once we found the method, then we had to get the necessary materials. We had to carry it out in lab for the class. And then we would evaluate the procedures. And it ended up being my favorite thing that we did. And looking back, that was a great way of having us practice using resources available to us. I'd much rather have my students understand how to find the answer they need using what's available than trying to memorize it. You know, like when I'm cooking at home, when I'm on the barbecue at home, I don't always remember the internal temperatures of a particular food before it's done. But then if I do forget, do I just hope for the best and think it's done and cross my fingers and hope I don't get worms? No, of course not. can Google it. can look it up on my phone. So let's have like worry less about memorization and more about finding answers or problem solving to find those answers, searching for those solutions. I think that's a lot better. Um, this could also kind of go along with the skill of having a growth mindset, using those resources we have available to learn something new or to become better at our craft. Skill number two. Build your personal brand on social media. So I know there was a lot of wasted effort that went into, you know, telling younger generations to stay off social media. Uh, there still is. And and it was more so when this was like, you know, when Twitter was first coming out and things like that. But we still see it today. And guess what? It's like. Why, why are we telling people to stay away from it and stay off it? I understand why, but you know, young people are going to go on it anyway, right? Um, why don't instead we like show people how to use it to help them, you know? So my advice to, to these young people, use social media responsibly and then think of ways of how you can use it to paint yourselves in a positive picture you know we see people get canceled or fired for a dumb post all the time it's not shocking news you're you're on whatever news site online and so and so got fired from their job because they posted something about this and is it unfair yeah maybe maybe it is maybe it's not but guess what it, it happens and it's going to happen anyway so learn from other people's mistakes right Use your platforms as a way to build a community of those who share your interests, whether it's personal or professional. Uh, put positive stuff out there. Make it easy to be found online by possible employers. 
we know that uh, people search people online, you know, when they're looking at job applications and kind of seeing what what the character of that person is. So make it easy to make it easy to find yourself, you know, let let them see the kind of person that you are. It lets you control your own narrative. If you find something insightful, post about it. If you find something inspirational, post that. If you have a proud accomplishment or you have some evidence of self-growth, then post it. Don't be afraid to celebrate others' victories as well. Whether it's Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, you can find places to connect with other people. You can learn new things from them and you can also teach them new things. Skill number three is being aware of copyright materials. Don't steal. You might be making a slideshow presentation for, for your company or for a brand. You might be making a blog post. You might be creating any kind of content. It might be for a college assignment. It might be for a job. And do better than just copy and paste from Google. You know, Even when you're downloading fonts and things like that, even certain fonts have copyrights. Like They all have licensing. There are free ones that you can use whatever or like music elements uh, anything like that so don't just take things from other people and, and be naive and think well I didn't see that it was copyrighted so I can I can use it you know you can find free images for your posts on unsplash.com uh, you can find images and even like videos and audio on pixabay if you're posting on YouTube making a YouTube video there is a YouTube music library where you're able to use those songs without getting in trouble it asks it can only be used on YouTube you can't bring it down and then post it to TikTok or something like that uh, but you can use it in YouTube um, don't put yourself or your employer in a bind by using content that's owned by others you know besides it's, it's always more fun to make your own content anyway Skill number four is AI prompts. This is kind of under the same theme as the social media that I brought up earlier. Like when internet access was becoming more common, you would have teachers that would that would say like, oh, the kids are only going to be copying everything off the internet. Or like teachers would be telling us, you can't use the internet for this assignment. It's unreliable. You have to get everything from this 40-year-old textbook that's sitting in our classrooms stay away from wikipedia all those things um people have slowly come around but it took way too long you know it's like as if the education world kind of thought that if we weathered out the internet storm it would just disappear well obviously it didn't and there's a new emerging disruptor in our world and this is artificial intelligence and in this example i'm mainly using chatbots chatbots as a uh, example like Bard or Chat GPT and those kind of things, uh, but they're not going anywhere. And are they all good? No, of course not. But how can you make them good? You know, like you as the young person going off into the world, how can you use them in a responsibly way to your advantage? And to educators and thought leaders and influencers, how can you teach how to use these tools responsibly? ethically um i've had students in class ask me what 
I would do if they used AI to help with their coding assignments. And I said I wouldn't care. You know, going back to an earlier skill, good for you finding the resources available to help solve a problem. Now, if you're just searching it and you're copying it and, and doing those things, are you really helping yourself? No, you're not. You might get that assignment done, but you're not going to have the skills built to go on to, to more challenging things. But really, there's not a coder alive that hasn't gone online, you know, to like Stack Overflow or to Reddit or to Discord or whatever, or use some kind of discussion board or, or YouTube to watch tutorials to see if they could adapt a solution to their work. Uh, in another note, you know, if I'm creating an, an assessment that can simply be answered with the chatbot, just a simple question, shame on me. You know, that's poorly designed on my part. You know, I like to have students show me their pseudocode before they start coding. Uh, students have to, like, use comments and documentation throughout their code and also, like, show me something like a, an obstacle or something they had to troubleshoot through and explain to me how they overcame it. You know, so how how can, you know, we as teachers or we as, as people who are sharing these ideas, how can we show kids, or if you're a student, how can you learn how to use prompts for chatbots? You know, um, find ways to have like a collaborative brainstorming session with the chatbot. You know, like in school and education, you know, wouldn't it be cool if one day students are asked like to have a discussion with the chatbot to help them with something, but then they have to turn in that chat documentation with their work to show how that process that that thought process went through and how that discussion went through. And then how can they take that same discussion and then apply it to other things or, or fine-tune it to make it better? So, you know, this like this one here, I kind of had two points from it. One from what can educators do to help teach that because it is something new. But also, if you're learning how to use this, these new technologies available, use them in a way to where you're learning something and to where you're, it's still your work, you know. And those kind of things. Ultimately, you know, if you if you're able to find a way, like if you're a doctor and you use AI to save my life, you know, thank you. I don't care that you used AI to do it. I'm just glad you got the job done, and I get more time to spend with my family. You know, so uh, kind of think of it as that way. Skill number five. I think this is an important one. Be able to disconnect. You know, find some time to put your phones away. Don't have them out at the dinner table. That's rude. Don't have them out when your grandparents are visiting. That's disrespectful. You know, my best time, my favorite times are when I'm out golfing with my daughter and we're not using phones at that time. Obviously, we take like a traditional selfie and and post that a pre-game, a pre-golf game selfie. Those of you who follow me on social media know that. Uh, we do that at the start of every round. But, you know, have those things away and be more present with the people that you're around. I made a new rule for myself like this last year, last school year, no checking school emails in the evening and only checking once a week max during the summer. 
You know, technology and social media are a big part of my life. I enjoy creating, learning, and connecting. So it's a hobby. It's something I enjoy doing. But spending some off time, some time off the grid and keeping work away from home definitely has made me a lot happier. And there it is. My five skills that would help young people down the road to pay their bills, to help them in their futures. Uh, I think that they would help a lot of grown-ups too. What do you all have for me? I'd love to hear what you have to share with me. Share your ideas and uh, post them online. Find me at Code Peterson and we'll see what everyone else has to say about these also. Thanks for listening. Like and subscribe if you want notified the moment of new episode releases. You can interact with me online on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok using my handle, Code Peterson, or by visiting CodePeterson.com.